you kind of expect that coming more from uh, from a, well, obviously not a Rory he's on his team, but maybe a Ricky, right? That's a little more seasoned. Uh, uh, I guess we can call him a veteran on tour. He's been there for more than a year. So it was a shot across the bow, really early. You know, I, I don't think DJ liked it at all. And make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. All right. You want to get into it? No. We, well, I was going to say we got a lot of action on social media over the weekend. So thanks for everybody that, uh, that took a look at us on Instagram and Twitter. We appreciate uh, your responses and feedback. Well, not all of them. Not all of them. <laughs> well, that's a good point. We did, we did have some Fowler lovers out there. And apparently, uh, well, for number one, they were right. So... Uh, you know, they always got that going for them. But yeah, no, we appreciate all of the uh, the comments and everything coming across all the, the mediums, whether it be Twitter or Instagram. And we had a great, great first week. We had, you know, last week was the first week of a podcast and we had some people go out there and listen, you know, and we really appreciate that. You know, if you do get a chance to listen, give us, you know, five stars on iTunes, write a review, leave us some comments. Hey, Cal might actually send you something in the mail. You know, you never know what the man's going to do. He, he is very unpredictable. And if there's anything that, uh, that you'd like for us to talk a little more about or something that we didn't talk about, as, as Dan mentioned, uh, feel free to leave some feedback. Uh, we'll do our research and we'll, uh, we'll bring it back to you the, the following week. Yeah, absolutely. No. Hey, Cal, you know what? Let's get into, let's get into this, uh, this TaylorMade Driving Relief uh, event. I know you and I both watched it yesterday. I got a ton of thoughts on it. I know you do, too. I'm going to give you the floor first. Uh, yeah, so uh, well, where do we start at? I guess facial hair. Uh, <laughs> anybody, have a, anybody have a favorite yet or do any trimming up this morning on uh, what your next round's going to look like Saturday? So, uh, uh, I, I'm definitely not going to Manchu. Uh, you know, I won't have time to get the Dustin look by then. Probably the closest I could come to is a, a Ricky Rory combination of, uh, kind of wispy, mousy facial hair, but, uh, just kind of trim back. So when they go for that. So, Hey, Cal, first for, for, let's, let's keep, let's keep on the facial hair and I'm going to get some hate mail on this one, but they call him the handlebar mustache. It looked like he needed some training wheels out there. <laughs> uh yeah the uh, first tee for sure uh definitely his hands are a lot steadier with the uh with the clippers than they are the driver uh may- maybe maybe he's just not as nervous I-, I i don't know but definitely nerves uh uh didn't impact his uh his trimability uh but it definitely got a hold of his driver on uh, on tee number one so yeah, well, we, we talked about that last week, you know, um, when we were going through the, the DraftKings poll, we said, hey, you know, what do we think about Matt Wolf? And I said, well, I think he's going to be nervous. This is obviously the biggest stage that he's had the chance to play up against. And coming out of that, it's like going into a major, whether it be in, you know, in golf or tennis. And these people that are young, they're coming out the gate nervous and he he actually admitted it later in the in the round that he was nervous on the first couple of holes he did but you know what shout out to matt wolf you know i i know he uh uh was taking a lot of heat coming up to this obviously we gave him some but you know all in all i i think he did a good job i, I think he handled it well uh from a uh you know from his demeanor on the course i thought he handled it well mm-hmm. uh his his shot making you know uh, it granted you know he he's uh He's a good golfer. He wouldn't be on tour. But, uh, but yeah, you, you could tell it kind of got a hold of him. And, you know, I don't know if he's actually played 
uh, Seminole or not before. I tell you, by the looks of it, it looked like none of them played it that much, except uh, what later on in the round, Ricky kind of got hot. We'll, we'll touch on that in a bit. But, uh, but yeah, so first, first tee, uh, you got, uh, I mean, I, I know I picked, uh, picked Rory and Dustin, the DJ to win. Uh, I think you did too. And, and they did. Yep. Uh, looked a little shaky, kind of coming down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, definitely. Uh, I, I did like the skins format. Uh, I know I've heard a lot of uh, commentary and feedback of, you know, why the skins format and that kind of thing. But, you know, I think it was really, uh, you know, making sure that he, that, that, that they were playing, uh, you know, kind of uh, just an amateur round of golf out there, right? I mean, there's, uh, you know, it was all for the charity and, and uh, let's make sure everybody's putting out and, and kind of going at it. So, uh, so yeah, I thought, uh, but yeah, key number one. So you got, uh, DJ and Rory, you know, bomb it down middle of the fairway, uh, Matt Wolf, you know, shank, right. And, uh, what I think Ricky, uh, I think he went, uh, sprayed it left. Uh, don't think he hit the stand off the first tee, but, uh, he was, he was pretty close. Definitely, definitely wasn't in the fairway. So yeah, the first tee, I mean, unfortunately, again, Matt Wolf, great golfer, lots of great things coming for this guy as he uh, continues on his career. Unfortunately, the first part of the round did not go well for him yesterday. And let's be honest, this uh, I think we're going to get into it right now in terms of this this event. A lot of uh, a lot of intensity coming in, a lot of build up, a lot of advertising, all the biggest sponsors out there with their eyes on it. And let's be honest. Also, the entire PGA Tour was watching. Justin yeah. Justin Rose was tweeting. Yeah. Uh, he, he even had a call from the President of the United States. So, yeah. uh, whether you like him or not, yeah, you know, he he was uh, he was taking time to watch. So, right. Uh, so my point there, though, everybody's missing uh, live sports. Yeah. yeah but my point there was that Matt Wolf did not start off good. He did kind of correct later in the round. But let's be honest, I, I don't think uh, – I think the eyes started to dwindle after the first nine a little bit, and then uh, I, I would imagine the viewership going into the back nine or at least the last couple of holes probably dwindled off because it got to be uh, – what, what, what did you call it? I forgot what you called it. Uh, well, I mean, it was, it was a little lackluster at best, right? I mean, it, it, from an entertainment value – uh, it, I, you know, it, it entertained me from the perspective of I wanted to watch live golf and I wanted to see some of the best players in the world. Uh, well, let me say this. I wanted to see tour level, level players, uh, <laughs> playing live golf and, and it, it accomplished that, uh, you know, the commentary, you know, whether they're, uh, you know, cause you saw all, most of the commentators were, you know, were not on site. Right. And, but once again, I mean, the guys that are calling golf, generally speaking, I mean, they're not following the folks around, you know, I mean, they're sitting in a booth somewhere, you know, they're kind of facilitating the, the, the round, uh, you know, via that way. I, I think that the challenge that they ran into from a commentator perspective was you had four people and it's, you know, it's almost like they felt like they didn't, they, you know, it's like, okay, there's nobody's talking now, say something. And, and I, you know, you know, maybe from, uh, from just a, a lay person or a, a non-golf fan that's watching it just because there are no sports on, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, that might have been a little bit overkill. I think it's, hey, you know what? It, it's okay not to say anything. It's okay just to let the guys walk down the fairway and, uh, and just let's watch them play golf. So I think there was a little bit of overkill from the commentator perspective. Uh, but you know, all in all, it's you know, I don't know, give him a, give him a, uh, give him a B, B minus maybe from yeah. from a commentator perspective. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I thought it was difficult for it was difficult for them to chime in from the commentary because they were remote. 
and not overlap with some comments from the players because you don't know when the players are going to talk to each other or what they're going to say. Maybe what maybe you want to capture on the air. They definitely were talking over the players, and I think again, I you know, I, I, I'm speaking for everybody, but I don't know everybody's opinion. I'll let us know what you think or thought. Uh, but you know, I, I personally, I wanted to hear the players, and again, they're athletes. Uh, they're not public speakers. They're not, you know, uh, while they're entertainers, right? They're not entertainers in the sense that, you know, they're they're not doing stand up, right? They're not they're not giving monologues. I mean, granted, those you know they they do have the point in times through the year where they're you know going and making public appearances, et cetera. But I, I would imagine when they're doing that, that it's somewhat scripted. Now, how do you script uh, the dialogue during a golf match? Well, I don't know. Do you think Matt Wolf thought he was going to shake it off the first tee? I'm sure he didn't. Uh, what I, I think a little later on, what are we in hole number or maybe seven or eight? Uh, look, there are notes here, but you know, Matt shanks it off again to the right, and he shouts out to DJ, uh, "Hey, is this a waste bunker?" Yeah. So, so he, uh, you know, he kind of got that out early in the round, and uh, you know, I think that's the kind of needling that we're expecting to hear or see. I don't necessarily. Uh, I didn't take it that DJ took that all that well. I mean, it definitely cost him. Uh, uh, a major championship, you know, when he grounded his club a few years ago. I think it was at Whistling Straits, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, maybe, maybe, maybe not. I'm sure uh, the listeners will correct us if I'm wrong on that one. But, uh, but yeah, I, you know, you, you kind of expect that coming more from, uh, from a, well, obviously not a Rory's on his team, but maybe a Ricky, right, that's a little more seasoned. Uh, uh, I guess we can call him a veteran on tour. He's been there for more than a year. So it was a shot across the bow, really early. You know, I, I don't think DJ liked it at all. And and I, when I was thinking about it more last night after the match and how DJ played, and you know, I was, I was joking with you about that putting tool or whatnot, and that it being thrown in the trash afterwards, considering he just endorsed it last week, came out here and played this event yesterday, and couldn't putt worth a you know what. And uh, but I, I almost think that this Matt Wolf comment that that was on the first hole, right? Um. Believe so, I think yeah. it was the first or second hole that they had that comment of, hey, is this a waste bunker? And, uh, you know, DJ's reply to him was, I don't understand or appreciate the comment because I think he was just trying to blow it off. But uh, I think it kind of got to him a little bit. I think he, like, he's, he's thinking to himself, who is this young kid out here on a charity event that's trying to roast me on the first hole? Are you kidding me? But then we also had, we did have some good commentary here. So let's, let's get to the second one here. I think this was the first or second hole with Rory in his clip here. Give me one second. I think you forget I've won two FedEx Cups that totaled at 25 million. <laughs> oh yeah, so that's uh, so that so that's Rory responded to Matt Wolf winning uh, winning the long drive or the first long drive hole, and I think he uh, what blew it by him maybe 30 plus yards or so. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, de- definitely uh, definitely kudos to Roy Rory in responding back to uh, responding back to Matt's comment. So. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was all in good fun, and I actually expected to hear more out of Rory throughout the round, just in terms of just golf and you know maybe theory or tips or just camaraderie. And there just wasn't that much camaraderie on the course. Uh, again, I think we all enjoyed watching it, but I, I just expected to hear more from them. Um, I don't remember, you know, the, the Rory comment there about the FedEx Cup that was good. That was early on, uh, but I, I don't think I have another Rory very memorable type of quote or comment or anything after that well yeah i mean again i, I thought the uh, the commentary was a little uh, was a little weak yeah. um you know it's uh, i mean it's good to have them mic'd up i mean I, I think you have to right i mean it, it i don't think it works especially with social distancing i mean uh having somebody come in for an interview that kind of thing you know, that that definitely doesn't work and if you think about like the in the past uh you know in uh pre-covid 
in a mid-round interview, you've got people that are asking some specific and pointed questions. So I, I think that somehow if they can uh, maybe get that dialed in a little more, I don't know what the plans are, uh, not to get ahead of ourselves, but like for next week, you know, yeah. I, I think you're, I think the other side, you know, with next week, you're going to have some non-golfers out there that are, you know, they're doing it for charity and having a good time. And I, I think you're going to see some more dialogue. So, uh, you know, once again, you've got uh, four professional golfers. Think back to the first Phil and Tiger match. Uh, once again, commentary wasn't that good. I mean, because you've got guys, right? I mean, e- even though this was a, you know, a fun event for charity, I mean, they're still, you know, trying to be dialed in. I mean, those, you know, they're, they're perfectionists, right? So, I mean, they want to hit a good shot every time. And I, I think just the level of focus that they have, you know, does that take away a little bit from that? And that's the reason that you need some of the, you know, a non-professional player out there that's kind of helping to keep the round entertaining from a, um, uh, from a non-sporting standpoint. I think we're going to see that next week. I think oh, this week. It's this week. Uh, I think that we're going to this see week, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think we're going to see it this week. You got Charles Barkley that's going to be helping. Justin Thomas is going to be helping with the the Tiger Phil match. And I think that's what this one missed is that the, all the commentaries were remote. They had some, you know, like you said, they had some on course interviews, you know, as they uh, made a turn or whatnot. But most of it was the remote stuff. I think they probably could have done a better job with the on site uh, commentary with you know having somebody like a Justin Thomas or maybe even a Tiger Woods or Jason Day or somebody, you know, there to help out with this. And I thought it was interesting. They went to John Rahm in in Arizona. And I thought that was great because again, this is a tailor made event. I was like, okay, this is great. They went to John Rahm. He explained he's not there because he couldn't get across the country. He lives in Arizona, but I thought they could have done more with that. Right. I would have loved to have seen, um, you know, Tiger Woods. I mean, let zoom into his house. He's been on Zoom all over the place over the last couple of weeks. Why didn't they go to him in the middle of this event? I mean, he, I'm sure he would have given them five minutes to say, hey, great job out there, guys. Team TaylorMade, blah, blah, blah. And then you can go to Jason Day. I would have loved to have seen all the brand ambassadors get a little bit of Zoom. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that would have uh, could have sparked things up a little. And, and even better, how do you get some interaction between those uh, you know, those players calling in on Zoom, mm-hmm. how do you get interaction between them and the players on course? You know, oh. so you've got, uh, you got DJ that hits it off, you know, pulls one off in the water, I think, on the back nine. You know, how do you get Tiger on the Zoom? And, and obviously, you don't know when he's going to do that. But still, let's make a note. It's like, hey, you know, don't forget number uh, whatever, right? When you hit it in the water, you water up water all along the left on this hole. So, uh, you know, I think that some of that course could have been a little ribbing from, uh, from the outside. Um, again, I don't know if you want to take away from the competitiveness on the course, uh, but but yeah, I, I think that's uh, I think that's the one part that that I think needed the most help was uh, you know was that how do you, how do you interact with the players more? Yeah, they they really left them alone out there, and they were just commentating like it was a normal event, and they were commentating whereas because it's charity and because it's uh, relief efforts and not necessarily competitive. I think you could talk to them before they go and tee off. Not every hole, but you could have added in, "Hey, would you, Rory, this is you know the, the the third tee box. What what are you thinking on this hole? What's your what's your objective? What you're going to hit, and what's your overall strategy? Have you played this hole before? Blah blah blah. And just every now and then, you know, bring that in. And I think it would have had a lot more um, detail, mm-hmm. and and uh, it would have been more interesting. I think. Yeah. So let, let me uh, let's circle back on this one. So let, let's uh, let's give Matt, we gave Matt Wolf plenty of uh, negative commentary last uh, you know leading up to the event. So let's give him some positive. So hole number two, 
hole number uh, 13. So those were the two long drive holes. Uh, you've got Ricky, obviously not the longest hitter. I think they said he was averaging just under 300. But you've got Rory and DJ, uh, which are known for, you know, they're, they're known for being power hitters, right? I mean, they hit bombs all the time. Uh, and then you've got Matt Wolf taking the stage, right? Nerves aside and wins, uh, wins both long drive holes. I thought that was, uh, I thought that was clutch at him, right? I mean, so he might walk away from, you know, his total game yesterday, you know, may not have been everything he wanted it to be, but, uh, he definitely, uh, took the opportunity to get the spotlight a couple of times. So, yep. I got a clip on that. Here we go. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, so he's in that front bunker. Yep, 410 yards long. He drives it right in the green side bunker. There you the go. You're only testing me for corona. I carry about 20 or 25 more. That's really bad to say, wasn't it? <laughs> they only tested me for corona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's pretty yeah, good. Once again, so may, may, yeah, maybe it's the youthfulness of him, you know, and, and, and it being his rookie year. I mean, you know, maybe he's bringing that new energy out there. So... Uh, you know, I guess maybe that bodes well for other new players coming onto the tour. Uh, you know, seeing somebody that, hey, you know, it's just not the all-stars that are getting the spotlight. Uh, maybe you know, it's kind of opening the door up for, uh, for, other, uh, for, for other new players coming in as well. So. Did he really hit that ball 410 yards? Yeah. Yeah, crazy, huh? I, I, I'm obviously, it was downwind. I mean, that's, uh, I don't know how to explain that otherwise. Holy so. cow, man. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah, oh, my yeah especially, I mean, yeah. and, and, if, and if you didn't know who Matt Wolf was and what his swing looked like, well, you, if you watched, you do now. But it's like, how, with the mechanics of that thing, how does he get everything lined up and back around? And then, he, and then he's out driving two of the longest hitters on tour. Yeah, it uh, was, was pretty impressive. Yeah, he was very uh, impressive but, yesterday. Again, a little rocky start in the beginning, but overall, I think he had a good day. Um, and um, definitely, yeah. But I think he shot. Uh, but everybody was, you know, I mean, so a lot of the a lot of folks are kind of dogging him out still. You know, he played like crap, whatever. But I mean, I think he shot like uh, what a seventy-two or something. So I mean, it, it's not like he just stunk it up completely. Okay, he shot a seventy-two. Uh, so, well, I was tweeting early yeah. on. I was like, I don't think he's going to make the cut. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, I, I I saw it. Yeah, he he definitely came back on that one. So yeah. Uh, well, hey, let's uh, let's shine a little light over to the golden boy. Of, well, I guess the orange boy of the PGA Tour, Ricky Fowler. Mm. Uh, I tell you what, you couldn't miss walking down the fairway. Mm. Was that Cobra carry bag that he had? Oh, that was nice, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> Oh, oh yeah! It's like, uh, hey, never mind the TaylorMade event. Let's be sure, be sure to spotlight cover every chance you get. So, um, yeah, so, you know, one thing I didn't know—they talked a lot about the uh, what about the uh, what the member member guest or member pro yeah. uh, tournament there. And I guess yeah. they said he won it last year with uh, with with one of the uh, one of the better known amateurs uh, that that play that's a member of the club. So. Uh, you know, it's no, w- once you got that information and, and maybe people knew that prior to, <laughs> we didn't, uh, I, I didn't, yeah, we, we, we didn't, you know, they, they don't send us any messages from Seminole, yeah. but, um, yeah. So once you, and you know, so that kind of got you into, okay, this is why he starts picking it up, uh, you know, mid, uh, mid round and then, and really carried it through all the way to the end, you know? Yeah, I mean, hey, it was very evident that Fowler knew that course really well. He played it well all day. He shot a 67. He was 500 par. He carried that team, and he really made 
the event uh, more competitive, right? Because he was carrying Wolf, as we said, you know, along the way, and uh, and he came out banging with those new clubs, man. And was that the new Cobras. I was giving him a little bit of grief early in the week last week for you know launching this in the middle of uh, a tailor made event, and you know, he came out there and he showed him up. And I guess if you were going to say who won the day, I would say Ricky won the day. I think he shined. I mean, obviously Rory and DJ won the event. I think Ricky won the day. I think Cobra won the day. You know the one comment that he made though. I think it was whole uh, par three, hole number eight. Uh, yeah, two two thirty seven, uh, number eight, par three. And uh, on the tee, Ricky's, uh, you know, he's, I guess he's picking his clubs out. And uh, and he goes for a fairway wood, and somebody made a comment. I, I didn't catch the comment. It was it was an audible. But, uh, but he says, oh, yeah, I can't hit my new irons that far. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Is that, is that a jab at himself because he's got the new irons out there? Is that a plug for Cobra because <laughs> he's got new irons out there? Or, you know, or, you know is, that a, uh, is that a bit of, well, shit, man, you're a pro. If you can't hit them that far, how am I going to hit them that far? So uh, now, granted, I'm not hitting irons 237, but. I think if we sum it up, it was uh, just perfect, right? Hey, you don't know what he meant by yeah. it, and we're talking about it. So there you go. He wins. Yeah, Ricky Fowler wins again. God, how does he keep going? We got we to get that guy's recipe, man. He, he's just killing it all the time. Well, I guess one thing, again, we touched on this last week a little bit, too, would be him shooting a 67. I think he wins the event. I feel sorry for the wife, man. That mustache is not coming off anytime soon. Uh, he's not. No, nope. you never mess with a winning streak. No, no, you don't. <laughs> um, um, yeah, even though they didn't come out on top from a score, you know, from a skin standpoint. Uh, yeah. yeah, he 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 definitely pulled it off. Yeah, I think we were joking last week too about. Um, you know, Ricky Fowler's going like, oh, man, Matt Wolf, that's, that's who you picked for me. But and now I bet Matt Wolf's going like, thank God you picked Ricky Fowler for me. <laughs> yeah, and Rom kind of alluded to that in his interview, too, that I guess maybe Taylor made said, hey, John, you want to come play? And he said, well, I live in Arizona. I can't get across country. It seemed like maybe they went Rory, um, DJ, John Rom, you know, down the list of people that they'd want to play either based off of their world ranking or their you know FedEx uh, FedEx Cup ranking or whatnot. But uh, it seemed like they did give Rom the invite, and he just couldn't make it. So uh, I think that's kind of some closure on that for sure. All right, what else we got to cover? Um, well, so let, let's, uh, let's talk a little – you know, talk a little more about the course. I mean, what do you think um, – I mean, definitely heard a lot of comments, uh, commentary. Uh, there, you know, there's another one in the stand. Uh, you know, Donna Ross design, you know, the greens, no doubt. I mean, that's – the most, uh, I'd say, the most challenging aspect of the course, and then you know there were bunkers everywhere surrounding those greens. So de- definitely saw a lot of uh, greenside bunker action yesterday, and then but but more so the putting. Uh, I mean, it was pretty pretty rough on everybody's part. I mean, nobody was just really lights out. Uh, I think DJ took the took the brunt of the storm on that one, though, as far as not being able to make a putt. So clearly, you you know that that's. Uh, that's just reps, man. I mean, that, you know, they, they'll get that stuff tuned up, uh, you know, before they get back in action, I'm sure. But uh, I think he's definitely got the most work to do. But uh, what do you think about the course? Look, you, look, looking forward to getting down to play it? Uh, yeah, I do want to get down there and play the course. I do want to touch, before before we get off the DJ subject, you just talked about DJ and his putting. And I asked you this last week. I said, not having caddies. And I don't know, are they going to have caddies this coming weekend or not? 
Uh, you know, I haven't seen. I'm not yeah. sure what we'll to look into that. Maybe yeah. we'll uh, maybe we'll uh, drop something later in the week, and yeah. uh, we'll share a little more about uh, yeah. what's coming in that. Yeah, we'll definitely come back and talk in depth about the tiger thing later in the week. But I asked you last yeah. week. I said the caddyless format, and uh, it was interesting. There are going to be like amateurs out there, whatnot. And I asked you who who is that going to impact the most. And I, I have to say, after looking at the match, I'm going to put DJ as the guy that I think probably felt a little bit uh, uh, not, not as comfortable as the rest of the guys out there. You know, I saw him have a drive later in the day, and he started walking like he normally would and forgot his bag. He had to go back and get his bag, you know. But he just didn't seem that comfortable oh, yeah, out there yesterday. Right. You know, I think you know, some of these guys, they, they, they get very comfortable with the, the way they play and the formats or whatnot. And I would have to say that DJ probably has not carried his own bag in a long time. He just did not feel comfortable out there. Uh, I, I would agree. Um, so, you know, one, I think, uh, you know, he, he's got his brother on his bag. So, so there's definitely a comfort level there. Yeah. Uh, you know, when he, when he's on the course. Right. Yeah. And, and I think the other thing that is, you know, I, I think DJ on camera is a completely different person than DJ off yeah. camera. I mean, it's, and, and I'm not talking about on the golf course. I think that makes no difference, but I, I think as soon as that camera comes on, uh, you know, you got to think these guys are under a microscope, right? Not just DJ, but you know, every, every professional athlete. And, and the the more uh, you know, the more publicity you get, and it, it's uh, you really have to watch what you say. And I I think that's probably come from years of uh, of coaching. In that, hey, when the camera's on, here's your script, and you work off of that script, right? So that yeah. you know, back to where we were talking a little earlier that. You know, it really wasn't scripted to be a, a comedy show or an entertainment, uh, you know, a stand-up uh, skit. I mean, it was, hey, let's we're going to go play golf, and you know, we're we're the best in the world. Let's uh, let's let people watch us. So, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Um, you know, even you know, you could think you could see it in Matt Wolf's game. You know, immediately, mm-hmm. I think uh, I think Dustin. I, I don't know that he. He didn't get more comfortable, which it looked like Matt Wolf did. Yeah, but I think DJ was that just kind of stayed uncomfortable throughout the whole match. So yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and, I- it, and it had to be frustrating too. I mean, he you know he was missing some. Uh, he wasn't missing them horrible, but some of the putts he was missing, you know, it's like okay, how'd you miss that? And you know, it, it probably uh, out, outside of a comfort level, you know, he's probably frustrated too, right? With uh, with just being rusty and not being able to make putts. So. What are your thoughts on Rory coming coming into this event? He um, number one player in the world. I think he's second or third in the FedEx Cup points. He um, you know he had a hot streak, right? He had like seven top five finishes in a row. His play yesterday wasn't stellar. To be reading anything into that, you did this. You know, I think we're going to get into this probably in the next week or two. Who's going to fare well and who's going to fare the worst from this pandemic? With having you know, say, sixty days off from uh, from actually tour golf, is Rory going to fall into you know the bottom half here where he's it, you know he was sizzling hot and coming out of this thing, he's not going to be sizzling hot. I'm not saying that, and I don't want to go deep, deep, deep into that today. But just your thoughts on Rory yesterday? Yeah, just just quick. Um, so I, I personally, I thought he showed everyone that was watching why he's ranked number one in the world. Um, I feel like he, it looked like to me, he struck the ball better than anybody that from, from T to green, right? So not, not just one shot or two. I mean, I thought he had the most consistent game out there yesterday from the one T, uh, through 18. Um, I think he hit the most fairways. Uh, I think it's you. So, you know, you said it, he's rusty, right? 
Yeah. And I think most, uh, he and DJ, you know, I don't think they played in what, eight or nine weeks. So uh, I think it's just time behind the club, get his game tuned in. And, uh, you know, is this the year that we get introduced to the next Grand Slam winner? Oh, yeah. Very interesting. Well, obviously, obviously they're not going to have a – he won't have an open championship this year. But So I wonder how they're going to record that. So if he goes out and picks up the three majors that are going to be played this year, uh, I guess he'll get a Grand Slam with an asterisk, right? <laughs> open, cancel due to COVID. So, <laughs> that, that, I mean, talk, talk about getting – I mean, could you imagine – if he goes out and wins uh, the PGA, the Open, and the Masters, and he doesn't, he, obviously he's not going to win the Open because they're not going to play it. But, I mean, what a level of frustration that would give somebody if they were able to pull that off. Now, the odds of him pulling it off aren't, they're, you know, they're, they're not good, clearly. But, uh, but could you imagine what that would do to a person? Oh, absolutely. It's going to be interesting to see. I'm looking forward to seeing it. You know, we got the Masters in November, like we talked about last week. It's a different type of course or different type of format, not format, but different type of course in November. It's going to play different. Allergies aren't going to be a problem. He's Irish. He's got a really good shot at something that's been a difficult for him to do. So we'll see how that uh, plays out. I thought Rory did a great job yesterday from an ambassador perspective. Uh, if you look at the f- uh, the four people that are playing, I'd say, you know, obviously we talked about DJ, but I'd say Ricky and Rory were the two, you know, leaders out there, if you will, and Rory being the one that I think uh, really led the way. And I think if you look at the the format of being caddyless, that type of uh, uh, dynamic, I, it just feels Rory. I think he probably came up with that. Hey guys, let's just go, uh, let's go caddyless, let's carry our own bags. He seems like the type of guy that just kind of loves. You know, loves golf and loves that type of uh, you know nuance or whatnot. Just kind of changing things up. Let's have a little bit of fun. And he was all over it, you know. Whereas some of the other guys, I don't think probably were as <laughs> gung ho for that, if you will. Yeah, yeah. So you know, getting towards the end of the tournament, though, or uh, end of the match yesterday, I, you know, I, I'm not completely sold on the uh, on the the winning shot. And, yeah. and meaning, meaning that if there's a tie at the end, they go and it's the closest to the pin. Yeah. I, I get the fact that they don't want to drag it on and all that, you know, because you got four players and such. <laughs> like they were going to, you know, they said, oh, if it goes past six o'clock, we're just going to shut it off. And it's like, no, you're not. You're, if it goes, you're not shutting it off until it gets dark, right? So, so I mean, hey, thanks for telling people that and you know, making it sound <laughs> sound good, but you're not shutting that thing off if they go past six. But I, I don't, I don't know what it looks like. I don't know what a better uh, what a uh, what a better solution or or a better um, uh, playoff would be, but I think they got to get away from that because if you remember the Tiger and Phil event, uh, I think they did the same thing, right? And they just uh, I don't know they hit several balls. I think they had to turn the lights on because it did get dark, and 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 Phil obviously came out victorious in that one. But uh, but yeah, I, I don't know about the closest of the hole. I mean it. Uh, I think people would rather see a long drive, maybe. I don't know. I mean, Matt Wolf had already won two. You know, Ricky's kind of already out of it. But if you, you know, think about, you don't, you see the long drive championship, but you don't ever see the closest to the whole championship. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Is that a take? Is that a takeaway? Maybe. Yeah, I think they could have done something different with the with the final shots or whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. Made it a little bit more dramatic. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, 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 Quite frankly, they probably did not think they were going to have to go into that format, right? So, yeah, probably not. I mean, and, hey, here's another option: take the two, 
worst scores of the day and let those two play the whole. Ooh, that's fine. Let let those guys let so you know let the two people that had the best the best game. Uh, so now they're you know let them caddy. I, I get it. They were social distancing. So I don't know if that's an alternative, but you know could they coach the their their partner through the hole, if you will, you know, kind of caddy f, um, and and let the two worst people play the hole. I think that gets you to uh, may, maybe it makes it a little more a little more of a dramatic ending. I mean, versus uh, you know that's a close to yeah, okay. Well, that's great. Uh, obviously, if somebody holds it out or something, that so that that builds it up a little more, but. Yeah, I think they got to work on the ending of there on the tiebreaker for that. So. Yep. Gotcha. We've had we've had two we've had two of these in the you know in the past two years, and both have ended, and they were both skins matches, and both have ended in a playoff. That's a good so, point. Interesting. To, yeah, interesting to see what happens this week. Um, again, we'll we'll talk a little about it more, but if there's a tie at the end of next Sunday's match, I want it to be Tom and Peyton in the playoff and let the pros set it out. Yeah. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. <laughs> I really don't know what to expect this weekend. I have a feeling that it's going to be, it's going to be entertaining because it's going to feel like I'm out there playing golf. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think Tom yeah, or Peyton are very good. I, I know. I know. <laughs> no, uh, no. When, uh, when Peyton last week was talking about how he didn't have the ball to be able to finish out the round, I felt his pain. I'm like, yeah, I probably would have had that same scenario, but I would have been on hole 12, you know? So, uh, hey, so so back to the uh, back to the TaylorMade charity. Yeah. Uh, we talked a little about commentators. Uh, we didn't mention Bill Murray. Oh, uh, when Bill Murray uh, put so Tariko gets him, you know, he's on. He's like, oh, hey, you're um, first time using Zoom. You know, congratulations. Didn't think you'd be able to get to that. And Bill's like, hold on, I'm eating my uh, tangerine. He was eating tangerines, and he's talking about going to Costco to get uh, cashew uh, salt and pepper cashews. Yeah, it was great to see Bill Murray. I wish he would have. Um, I wish they would have paid him more money and let him just commentate the whole thing. That would have been great, huh? Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah, yeah, that would have been good. It was great to see Bill Murray. I mean, everybody smiles when they see Bill Murray. He's got a great relationship with uh, NBC, and I've seen him on uh, Squawk Box talking to Joe. You know, whenever they have the uh, the uh, the Pebble Beach. Uh, you know, event every year. He's big into that. He's great, great, uh, great for golf. And it was great to see him. Well, he's always so relaxed, isn't he? Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, for sure. For <laughs> he kept, sure. he kept wanting to ask, uh, he kept wanting to ask about his game and he didn't want to talk about it on the air. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He, he specifically said, I'll talk to you about this off air. <laughs> and they came back and he went right back to it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he did. Yeah. I'm sure he did. Uh, all good. Yeah. So it was uh, fun, fun day, so, man. Uh, yeah. So what is, so, so with this foursome that played yesterday, what, what are you looking forward to? I, I've got one specific, but is there anything that you want to see? Like when, so when, when the tour is back in the swing of things and, and, uh, you know, we we're back at a, some a modified tournament schedule, anything that you're looking forward to, uh, from, from these four folks? Well, we talked about it a little bit last week. Uh, you know, after the three M last year, Matt Wolf won. He hasn't been playing that well. We went through the stats last week, but uh, he's he's not leading the tour in the majority of the categories. He's in the hundreds, right? He uh, he drives yeah. the ball really well, but if I compare him to other players or even in different sports, I mean, you just having that drive is not going to win you tournaments, right? Uh, we we so we're going to play uh, some clips from Gary Player later in the week, I think, where he's talking about the mind game and how you know. Putting is one of the most important parts. Matt Wolf's game 
is heavily on the driver right now, and he highlighted that yesterday. But it reminds me of like Andy Roddick, the tennis player, having this great serve. And it's like, okay, that's one part of your game. Yes, it gives you an advantage in certain aspects of the game, but it's not going to necessarily win you tournaments. So I want to see how he develops because I think he is a great player and I'm really looking forward to seeing him play. But I want to see what he does this this year. You know, they, he's got this great platform with TaylorMade. Everybody knows who he is now. And uh, I want to see what he has to do. And then, hey, I'm really interested to see how Rory comes out of you know having this time off because he was the hottest player out there going into this thing. And, um, I, I, can he keep it up and can he convert on Sunday to be able to win some of these tournaments, you know, placing in the top five, seven times in a row. That's great. But can you convert and can you win these tournaments? And then also, can you win more majors? And that's what, uh, ultimately the scoreboard comes down to, right? Yeah. Well, let me tell you, I'm looking forward to a DJ Matt Wolf pairing I am too. after the waste bunker comment. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but, but at a tournament, that's what I want to see because that's, uh, that, that's when the, that's when it'll really come out. I think it's when those guys are playing together in, in a in tournament, a tournament no. setting. So. Yeah, that was, uh, I'm not sure if that was planned by Matt Wolf. I, I think it probably was. You just don't think of that off, off of the cuff. Right. And then, you know, Early on in the tournament, again, I think we talked about this a few minutes ago, but I think he kind of rattled him a little bit. I think he rattled DJ a little bit. I think he liked it. Yeah, I do too. I don't either. So maybe Matt Wolf uh, secretly, uh, secretly bringing the, uh, you know, the, the trash talk game to this thing and uh, and put his his team in a, a good position to to pull out a win there. I mean, obviously they were close going into the last hole. They went went to the playoff and whatnot, but maybe he did more than we thought early on in the, in the round, right? <laughs> He brought more than his game to the course <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> all right. Anything else we need to cover with regards to the TaylorMade? Uh, no. All in all, I think it was a good event, and I'm um, looking forward to uh, to more of these matches over uh, over time. So I, I think uh, once again they uh, you know they pulled it together. Didn't have a lot of time to do it, but uh, but I, I think they show that it could it can be successful. I think it definitely opened up some holes of uh, for for improvement. And, uh, yeah, look, looking forward to more of these in the future. Yeah, I think it's going to be be a lot of fun this week. We'll come back on um, probably on Thursday or Friday. Um, we'll come out with the pod on the, the Tiger Phil with a deep dive into that, some of our expectations, learnings from this. Hopefully they did learn some things from this uh, TaylorMade event that they can apply into this weekend's uh, Tiger Phil match. Um, I'm really thinking that's going to have a lot more celebrityism, celebrities, um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there, and uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Hey, hey, two weeks of golf in a row, I'm happy. I'm really happy. Yeah, definitely not arguing about that. I'm uh, looking forward to uh, looking forward to those guys getting back out on the course uh, in tournament settings. So. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, guys, we will catch up with you later in the week uh, with the Tiger Phil. And, uh, hey, comment on Twitter, engage with us. We'll write you back. Having a lot of fun doing that, and we really appreciate the comments. Yep, cheers. Cheers.